and welcome to the 95th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm, I'm awesome. That's excellent to hear. So, Roger, this week I thought we could talk about a topic that's really foundational to telecom and more broadly to check, patents and intellectual property. Can you talk with us about where are we with patents and tech, and, and specifically, how does that impact the broader telecom space? Well, patents and intellectual property is what's underlying all, all of our economy. It's underlying especially the tech industry, because people who are inventing something or innovating something, and there's a difference between the two, right? Inventing something is like something radically new. Innovating is something, improving something. Both need to be, you know, protected and rewarded, but they're two different things. So this is a a really important part, especially as we then go and look in wireless of like who contributes what and how much. And a big question is like, are all patents, you know, invention and innovation and standard contributions equal. And in my opinion, they are not equal, right? They are the things that didn't exist before, and they are the things that make things better. Well, I think there's also a conversation about scope, right? Like if you come up with a brand new technology, that's different from, you know, where you drill the hole in the fuselage of a plane to, to attach a sensor or something like that, right? Yeah, or where you drill a hole in, in a phone, right? Right. Or if you're changing, making something a little bit bigger. One of the things here is there's so much focus on this, especially when we look at standards, right? Because there's so much at stake. Because if you have a, a patent portfolio that is is required or, you know, some of it required, some of it maybe not, you, you can get money for that. If somebody, for example, wants to build a, a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. And that gives people incentives to game the system, right? Mm-hmm. Does, it doesn't matter if that's for in patents. Because you have an R&D department and your performance review says your team should come up with 10 patents per year. Well, you know, it's it's like a pound of, of feather and a pound of gold, right? What is it worth, right? It's not patents are not the same and, and, and contributions are not the same. And so in the wireless space, for example, in 3GPP, People saw that some companies were subdividing the contributions to run up the numbers. With more numbers, you have more influence, and you can then bargain for, you know, oh, I contributed so many things, therefore you should give me money, right? Rather than the other way around. Or we just call it even. You know, and, and there was so much gaming going on in 3GPP that they now put in a rule that you can only have one contribution per company per topic. You can't like take your contribution and make 10 out of them. And with it, you have a lot more, hey, no, you don't have more more that. The, the same way it's with patents, right? 
I can make one patent, and here's the patent on how to make a car, right? Or I can make a patent how to make an engine, how to make the seats, how to make the the side mirrors, the rear mirror, you know, the left mirror, the right mirror, you know, the door handle, the screw for the door handle, all of that stuff. And so how is this then working out? For, for us in the U.S. especially, you know, we are the premier knowledge-based economy with original inventions. These are the huge breakthroughs. American inventions are underlying everything when it comes to intellectual property. Anything and everything when it comes to chips, right? Mm -hmm. 3G, 4G, 5G, 2G, you name the G, right? 6G. American ingenuity underlies a lot of these things. Other countries are now catching up, right? And they are contributing things in varying degrees. But we have to make sure that, you know, that weight of invention, the, the, the importance of uh, is recognized. And that you just don't, that the, that the patent for, you know, whatever wave modulation will, will be chosen is not the same as, oh, here's a, a patent on you know, how you screw together the box for, for the base station, right? It's not the same thing. So isn't isn't there kind of a clearly defined strategy on the part of different players here in terms of kind of the scope of the patents that they they file? And, and it, it, it's different across different, different companies within the industry. Is that correct? Well, th th yes, there is gaming going on because then they can say, look, my patent portfolio of 5,000 patents, some of them are impactful, others are, are not. It's the same worth as your, your 1,000, or it's worth more than that, right? And with that, you know, different companies will give different amounts. And so companies use these to negotiate with each other as they're building yes. devices. Absolutely. And so... The, the problem comes now in that some people in Congress are throwing up their hands and are saying, oh, these companies are gaming the system and foreign companies are doing that. We're sick and tired of that. We have to get rid of this, the strong patent protection that we're, we're, we're doing here. And that's the, exactly the wrong path because getting rid of patent protection, we have to, we have to, strengthen patent protection and we have to root out what patents matter and don't matter right mm -hmm. and what contributions matter so that the the true value of innovation and invention gets recognized and rewarded and not the better knob type thing right and you want to recognize also and protect foreign companies because the, the, the money they get from this and the money individuals get from that is a very important motivator and reward for these people, right? You know, we, we make always the joke of, of, you know, some people out there who, who want to have the intellectual property of some people and then use it for their commercial gain without paying for it. Mm -hmm. 
And I think everybody should get paid for their true contribution. And their true contribution needs to be rewarded and for a set period of time, you know. And we've seen here rules change too, right? It's like, I understand 30, maybe 40-year patents, but I don't understand why Mickey Mouse has to be patent protected in to infinity, right? Mm-hmm. At one point in time, these things go into the, the, the public domain, and that helps everybody. But in the beginning of this, when it has the biggest impact, the, the inventions and innovations need to be protected. And so if I would ask for something, right, then it's like a system that roots out these very weak contributions, these very weak patents, and doesn't doesn't throw it in with these uh, heavy hitters, right? Well, so I mean, if I'm going to play the skeptic here, maybe one thing I would say is, well, if these are weak patents, won't this be adjudicated by the courts, right? Like if they're not not material, then doesn't that net out that they're not very de- defensible and therefore they don't really influence something? Are you saying this is something that's it's happening before we even get to the courts and it's kind of a like a cold war, so to speak, of, of patents, right? Well, I think we should set up rules that don't require lawyers to become rich. And lawyers are very important and wonderful people. But we should set up rules that don't require you to go to court, spend sometimes decades, right, to do this. It costs a lot of money. It costs. It's, it creates a lot of uncertainty. And then because patents are such a difficult and arcane system, if you have judges that are not experts, they come up with the wrong conclusions. And then, you know, we, we had that case, for example, right? We had the case with Apple suing Qualcomm, right? And uh, the, 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 the district court judge said, yes, you know, Apple is right and Qualcomm is wrong, which was completely in opposite direction of of the law. And Qualcomm appealed to the circuit court and it won there, prevailed there. It shouldn't have ever gotten to this point because all that happened was a lot of acrimony, a lot of money wasted, a lot of time wasted. Just because somebody thought like, oh, we cut, we could have a shot, right? And at the same time, it, it doesn't matter the company. In this case, it was Apple and, and, and Qualcomm. Apple also deserves strong patent protection for, for the things that they have invented, right? They are an IP company because that iPhone that, that we all have, you know, the parts of that iPhone are like $200. And they sell it for what, $1,200? That's $1,000 per phone of IP contribution, of flows that are protected by their patents. And when you look at Apple, Apple, they're very vigorous and very strong patent issuers. Rightfully so. Congratulations, right? And we have other companies too where we're this place. But it's a game that, that gets played across the board, right? So we need to have better rules, not no rules, because 
people need to be rewarded for their work, especially when it's intellectual property. But I'll get off my soapbox for today. <laughs> All right. Well, so so in terms of a resolution for this, it sounds like there's there's potentially some legislation up or potentially up in the hill, and you're uh, you're advocating that that not be something that we should pursue. In terms yeah, of well, it, it's not about weakening the, the, the laws. It's about making them smarter and prevent gaming of the system. And so 3GPP, and by the way, Apple is not part, I don't know if Apple is part of G, 3GPP, probably they are. But other companies have been gaming that system by, by subdividing their contribution you know, into 20 little parts to get more of a of their number. And they were able to put a very smart way together that prevents running up the numbers on the counts. Because for a layperson, if you tell a layperson, company so-and-so contributed five, had five contributions to the thing, and company Y had like a thousand, right? You would say a thousand is better and more than five, but these five could have been just mind-blowingly big ones and the thousand were actually one contribution, right, to one topic. And they just like sliced it very finely as, as uh, like salami. But it's, it's an important thing. We should look at it because it has dramatic consequences. Because if inventors don't have an incentive to invent anymore, then we're going to be stuck with 5G, which is great today or hopefully tomorrow. All right. That's all we have time for this week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.